Welcome to episode 7 of The Lobby, where we talk and make you feel like you are in the lobby of River City Church. My name is Aaron. And I'm Becky. And once again, we are at the infamous or famous kitchen table at the Morrow House. So, Becky, you want to give us a, a riveting weekend update? Well, it grappled this weekend. Maybe that was yesterday. It was a new vocabulary word that I have. I didn't know that until you told me about two minutes before we pressed record on this. Yes. So yesterday, which we'll call that the weekend, because (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that kind of thing's sort of fluid right now. So grapple is when it like dip and dots from the sky. My friend Kim mentioned that on my Facebook post. It's called grapple. I feel like that's a noun, like, but maybe it's a verb, kind of like sleet is a noun and a verb. Yeah, because it made me think about the person who made Dippin' Dots, like, ice cream of the future. Right. Did it grapple one day? And they were oh. like, let's make Dippin' Dots. Was that the inspiration? Like the yeah, what came first, the grapple or the <laughs> <laughs> Nuts? Or the ice cream of the future. <laughs> I remember I went to Wisconsin Dells, which we talked about on the last podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember we went to Wisconsin Dells as a family, like my family growing up. So I was maybe eight years old when we went to Wisconsin Dells. And I saw Dippin' Dots and it said, ice cream of the future. Right. And this was 1985. Right. And, well, there's still the ice cream (laughs) of the future. You know, (laughs) I feel. Like eating Dippin' Dots is just like a mouthful of disappointment because. <laughs> oh, you actually tried it. Well, I've had like think... a bite before in my life. I don't life. think I've tried it because, like, I mean, I. It's pretty. The pricey. Wisconsin Dells was a pretty elaborate vacation for the Morrow right, family. So right. We, but so we were not about to. My parents were not about to splurge on the Dippin' Dots. Yeah. Tourist trap at Robot World in Wisconsin Dells. <laughs> you know, I think somebody got one, got some Dippin' Dots somewhere, and I had a bite of it, and I was like, wow, my whole life I kind of wished I could have these. And then I had it, and I was like, I think this is made for small children because it's multicolored, and yeah. it's like a novelty item. And then I had it, and I thought, you know, we should just keep going to Culver's. <laughs> The hey, future of, is not looking good. Hey, speaking of Culver's, so you said, um, so they started making ice cream at the coffee shop that you work yeah. at where you're a baker. Yeah. And so you started making ice cream. Yeah. And it's so I, good. It's so good. <laughs> so if you go to Charlotte's and there's a chance to get ice cream, you take that chance. It's not out yet because everything's just kind of wacky now, but yeah. it'll, it'll come and you should get some. Yeah. That's really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what we did on the weekend. It was snowing, dipping. Was but we also did Easter, mm-hmm. so yep. that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Easter Easter lunch was really fun, especially, and we had a Monopoly Easter 2020 Monopoly Deal Family Tournament. Yes, which was a double elimination tournament style. Yeah, with a bracket, yep. and Gracie won every single game. She sure did. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things like, I'm not competitive, so I'm really happy for her that she won. But it's also, she's just kind of madcap. You know, it's like, 
Some of her cards are upside down, or you know, <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing. And then she wham, 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 just destroys you. Hey, just uh, we're still recording right now. I want to make sure like Gracie's door is closed because I want to mention something. Oh, okay. Da-da-da. So one of the things we got the girls for Easter, we hid their Easter baskets, and then we also hid a new game, and it is one of my favorite games. It's a dice game. And then there are specialized cards that come with it, and it's called Fill or Bust. Not Fill or Bust, like the political move. Right. But it's a dice game, and we get really into it. It's super fun. So when this is all over, people need to come to our house and play Fill or Bust, because it's the game of the future. (laughs) (laughs) The game of the moment. And also the game of when I was 20. So, I mean, that's fine. (laughs) So the thing I was going to mention, yes, what Gracie's mention. door is closed right now, so she won't hear this. Like, I let her win the first game because <laughs> so, it just made Easter so much more memorable <gasps> right. and fun. And you know what? Is this revisionist history? And I am competitive and I like to win, but people are more important than things. Yes. Wow, you just held back a sneeze. I did because I. <laughs> Because it is not professional to sneeze into your podcast microphone. Wow, my brain exploded, but it's fine. <laughs> but other than that, it was great. Yeah, pretty impressive. So yeah, this was the Monopoly deal tournament mm-hmm. went well. We hid and... their stuff. They did a good job finding it. We did a Sunday drive. Mm-hmm. Trademark TM. Sunday drive. <laughs> yeah, so we went to um, the big castle thing. The Julian, the Julian Dubuque, Dubuque monument. monument. Also known as the castle thing. Yeah, that's how here. we refer to it. <laughs> So that was cool. I had actually never been there. I had no. been to Mines of Spain before, but I had never yeah. been there. You did not have faith in my directions, which is smart. I didn't. Well, I didn't know you could get to Mines of Spain by going A over secret Grandview. Way. Yeah, yeah, I always thought it was uh-huh. like the other way. That whatever. Mm-hmm. Because to be fair, I've only been. To- to the mines of Spain, like to that monument on purpose the right way. Maybe half the time I've been I've gone there. The girls and I tried to go once when we lived in Platteville and I ended up on a dirt road somewhere. <laughs> so I'm a little unclear as to what happened with that. Yeah. And then um, there's been other times where it's been quite the roundabout route. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't blame you for not trusting my directional why prowess. Was I, why wasn't angsty about it? No, definitely, you weren't angsty. So. You were just skeptical. <laughs> appropriately. <laughs> yeah. And I thought Easter went well as it could have, even though, like, in the grand scheme, it was kind of lame, just because we like going to our church and mm-hmm. seeing all our friends. and Like celebrating together. Church. Yeah, and just, like, just celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. And But... It's just a weird year, and yeah. we just got to celebrate as a family. Instead. Right. And it was as good as yeah. that kind of day could be. Right. And then we watched The New Little Women mm-hmm. for movie night. You're being very nice when you say we, because... <laughs> I released you to go and paint, which is your new part-time job. So I was job. like, well... Three-quarters time I'll, job. I'll just... Instead of staying up until midnight painting, how about I'll just start at six then? Right. And paint until 10. Right. Right. So, so that's what you did. In- so my cabinets are looking pretty good. So are mine. So far. <laughs> Only I do a lot did less work. cabinets? Yes, Oh, gosh. Did. Well, they do feel like oh, mine. <laughs> it's they like our children. Like- I did the work birthing them. You're like birthing these cabinets. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stop. Wow, that took a turn. <laughs> gosh. All right. Um, if anyone's still listening to this, all right, we're going to go. We're going to have a But it a was a really bag. good movie. <laughs> so uh, we're going to have a mailbag episode here because people are just 
listeners are sending in questions, so we're only going to go through a few questions right now. So, right. are you ready? Mm-hmm. So the first one is, what is both of your favorite meals that you make here? Right. I'm interested to hear yours because you told me that your former, the former number one has gotten like, eh, it's it's still good, but you wouldn't say it's your favorite. Yeah. So for years, the thing that I liked most that you made was this, this sandwich that was so good that we just started calling it the sandwich. Yeah. And it was on ciabatta bread. It was multiple kinds of meat and it it's was... a poor man's muffaletta if we're being precise a muffaletta yeah it's a i was eating a muffaletta <laughs> well like i said poor man's like <laughs> it's not as hardcore because it doesn't okay. have like pickled vegetables etc and olives because we leave that off oh this is disgusting <laughs> <laughs> so i made it the way that you okay. would like it anyway go ahead okay well the sandwich used to be my favorite but forget about I it. just, I'm just kind of over the muffaletta now, I guess, or the sandwich. <laughs> Especially now that you and, know what it was supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, <laughs> because I feel like it would just uh, the, the the ciabatta bread would just get kind of soggy, and that's just really hard. But so my favorite thing now is actually the Brussels sprouts that you make. Yeah. Because uh, you put craisins in there and bacon mm-hmm. and maple syrup, and you chop them up. Yeah. And just fry them up like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would eat those as just the only thing on my plate for a <laughs> <Right>. meal, <laughs> which would be weird. And that's why, one of the many reasons why I don't do that. Yeah. But yeah. But I think my 15 year old self would just be give a giant eye roll and would be ashamed of me for saying that. Because Brussels sprouts were my least favorite food growing up. And I know you kind of have the philosophy of like, well, they just weren't cooked. In to mat like to make the them best the best kind of way. that they could be, yeah. yeah. And I think you're onto something with that. But also, I would just my 15 year old self would just be completely ashamed of me. Well, to be fair, your 15 year old self was listening to Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> so I don't know if we can trust your 15 year old self. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, that's true. And you are doing a good job learning how to make those Brussels sprouts as well. Yeah. Yeah, between that and the microwave nachos, I'm just doing really great. <laughs> You're knocking Man, it out of the when park. I make, when I make microwave nachos <laughs> for the girls, the girls are just like, this is so gourmet, Dad. How did you do this? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> and, then, and then I'm secret like... Secret recipe. And then I'm making like smoked Gouda cream cha- sauce with a pulled pork nacho, and they're like... Where's Dad's nachos? All <laughs> <laughs> <No>, right. <laughs> like, that's cool, you guys. Whatever. Yeah. So, so this is the other favorite thing I think you like that I make. Okay. You do like the chocolate custard that I make in my little yeah, KitchenAid ice yeah, cream maker. That's dangerously good. Yeah. It's like having Culver's on tap at your house. Yeah. So that's what is for sale at Charlotte's now, I guess. Yeah. When it, when well, it comes eventually. to be summer. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. Um, hey, so side note. Hey, we'll get back to this question. But so... Let's say 15-year-old Becky. Mm-hmm. What would 15-year-old Becky be embarrassed of you right now? Oh, the minivan. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you without like, hesitation. Because you like the minivan? I have a minivan. Okay. That I like the minivan. The uh, minivan adjacent comment is the enthusiasm I have for license plates. <laughs> It's oh, like that's so right. embarrassing. Yeah. I can't even, even help it. Even I'm slightly embarrassed about <laughs> that. Because the girls and I, a couple years ago, we started, you know, marking off each state that we got. And we got down to, like, just not getting Delaware. I just don't think there's very many people in Delaware to begin with. 
Yeah. So we're working with this. I've clearly thought about this. We're working on a smaller sample size. You know, it's like not as many people to move west with their license plates. Mm-hmm. But um, so I have a lot of thoughts about Delaware license plates, but I want people to keep listening to this. Right. So My other thought is maybe Delaware is so great. You just never leave it. But I don't think that's <laughs> true. Anyway, so we were driving. This have was you, a few have you ever ago. met someone from Delaware? No. Maybe Delaware is not even real. <laughs> maybe it's just made up like Middle Earth or whatever. There was this author who that was funny, wrote Middle a Earth. book. That was a good Middle Earth comment. Thanks. There was an author um, for this book called Tell the Truth by Will Metzger. It was an in university press book. Um, so I, I had lunch with him maybe 15 years ago. Uh-huh. And... He's from Delaware. Did he have a Delaware license plate? I don't. I didn't know about the. De- oh man! Too bad we can't time travel. Because okay, so in Bizarro Antique World, yeah, there are the Delaware license plates are actually really valuable. Like some of them, really, like a vintage Delaware are we license. Ever talking about? No, this how you've been holding out on me. It's amazing. I can't add. This is my only addition to like all your, your my weird license plates. <laughs> Whatever. So in Weirdo Antique World, um, so when they first, when the state of Delaware first started to um, issue license plates, uh-huh. they just, the first one just had a number one on it. And oh. then the next one had two. And no. the next one had three. So... If you find a license plate that has that is way down there, like a top, like a single a top, digit, yeah, top ten, a top twenty, thirty, or whatever, the more valuable it is. And apparently in Delaware world, this is just an article I read maybe ten years ago. Wow. So I don't. So I haven't fact checked this. So for what it's worth, but if you apparently, uh, it's just weird. Well, so I apparently feel like people in people's wills they. Then you can transfer them on death. Really? Kind yeah. of like um, Packers season tickets? Yes. Wow. They are the Packers. Apparently, they are the Packers season tickets of Delaware. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that just makes it even more exciting that I <laughs> have my eye out for them. Because back to the 15-year-old self-business, mm-hmm. I we were driving a few months ago back from church, and there was this license plate that was not familiar to me. And we came up to the stoplight by Olive Gardens. I even remember where we were. And we looked oh, at it. Right. And I was like, Kentucky? Girls, that that must be a special edition Kentucky license plate because that's not what they usually look like. <laughs> and as soon as the words were out of my mouth, I just stopped and was like, what is happening to me? Like, loser. I can't believe <laughs> that I just exclaimed with genuine sincerity no. about this license plate. Right. So, yes, my 15-year-old self would be mm. appalled by me in my minivan exclaiming <laughs> over the license plate variations. It's amazing that our, uh, well, Leah's going into high school and somehow she still thinks we're cool. Yeah, she. She doesn't have a lot of options right now. (laughs) We are in a world lockdown. (laughs) Kind of all she's got. (laughs) Anyway, so what's your what's your favorite meal that you make? Okay, well, I have a couple factors. Okay, I really like making bread because I think 
making a bread product is really cool because literally you basically have bread and water and salt and yeast, but it's kind of like just an act of creation. Like you're pretty much taking the most basic nothingest ingredients and making something really good. So I enjoy that process. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of the food that I make that I really like, I think it would be more of a category is like if we if I make hamburgers, I don't want to just make a hamburger. I want to make a hamburger that has like maybe some interesting spices sprinkled on it and then like a, a purposely matched cheese and maybe a special spread with a relish that has like, you know, some veggies and a chopped up something with a little bit of acid mixed into it. So with that kind of thing and you make sure you grill the bun or really good tacos with like corn salsa and pickled onions and cilantro lime crema and that kind of thing. So I think I like something that's really basic and done well and then that has like fancy well-balanced accompaniments to it Hmm. which when you're making a meal for people with a variety of preferences... (laughs) Like the people, our, like our family. <laughs> yes, so I can put on the fancy, you know, grilled onions or um, caramelized onions with the mushrooms and the blah 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 on my hamburger. And the people who don't want that, they can just have hamburger, ketchup, bun, and we can all be happy. And I can have my fun experience, and they can have their basic thing. Also. The really good tacos are mm. the ones, like the chicken ones that are marinated and then you grill them. Yeah. Because you're really good at grilling. And it's the only thing I'm good at <laughs> in the kitchen. Well, those Brussels stuff. sprouts, you're really right. getting up there. But I realized that I'm that you're doing like <laughs> the work making the meat, even though I prepare it. Yeah. So it's kind of a nice division. Of, you know, yeah. so you're out there grilling and I'm making the stuff that goes on it and... Yeah, and that's, I don't know. So those are my favorite kind of things. Yeah. So. And side note, our grill has been on its, we moved here four years ago and our grill was on its last legs. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. And uh, so getting the burners to get going, like, is a little challenging. Yeah, I can't even do that. But it still makes good chicken. Good. It does. It's limping to the finish line. Um, Hey, this is real, this is going to sound, might sound kind of negative and everything, but, uh, I mean, we, you and I have talked about this before, but like, yeah. my least favorite thing. Yes, that you make. yes. Okay, <laughs> Aaron's least favorite thing that I make is something that literally it's so easy to make, and everybody else loves it. What's it called? Tuscan, Tuscan chicken, chicken sandwiches. Okay, yeah, Tuscan so chicken sandwiches. So you like it better now that I make it in the instant pot. You've said mm-hmm. because I do think the instant pot does a better job with chicken than a slow cooker. Yeah, because because no joke, almost every single person that has come to our house that you've made this for, they've said, this is so amazing. <laughs> it's incredible. And they make it at their house. Yeah, yep. Just things like And, um, man, I... <laughs> You're I, like, I Cheerios. I would rather have an applesauce pouch <laughs> and some Cheerios. <laughs> like, it is, like, I feel... It smells but so I feel, <laughs> I feel really bad. It's just like the tomato... There, like, it is What's that red stuff? It's roasted red peppers. Oh, even worse. <laughs> I can't even do it. Because it's chicken breast with like and salt, which is salt, pepper, garlic, and then some garlic 
in there and then roasted red peppers and then you shred it and then I really kick it up a notch by making <laughs> the rosemary focaccia bread to serve it on and then you put a nice that pesto mayonnaise. I love terrible. that bread. That, whatever that bread is that you, you make just don't like, like rosemary, oh, even gosh, though it's fresh that, rosemary. Because like I feel like I'm eating a bad coffee cake Stop. when I'm eating oh that bread. Gosh. Well, more for everybody else. <laughs> you can have your Cheerios. No, in, no. In all seriousness, I feel bad every time you make that. I'm just like, oh, I'm so glad what everyone else girls, is happy. One of the girls even picked it as their birthday meal. Oh man, that was a terrible <laughs> birthday. So. It really, it's so good. It just, it's really funny that you don't like it. Maybe next time I'll just make it and I'll be like, I'll scoot off the <laughs> roasted red peppers and keep this little bit for you. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, but I think it's very yummy and so does pretty much everybody else. Okay. No offense. <laughs> okay. All right. So next question. So mm-hmm. somebody asked, uh, which Olympic sport do you think you'd injure yourself most by competing in it? I've given this a lot of thought. I I kind of have as well. So I I didn't Google Olympic sports and like wait what is the list? Right. But I I I immediately I eliminated the Summer Olympics. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I feel like those are just more under control. Like you can take your time. Okay. Now when it comes to winter, I did. I did have to Google because I wanted to make sure I was getting this correct. Okay. I would injure myself the most in the skeleton, which is when you, it's like you strap oh, yourself onto that. this sharp sled and you go zipping down these ice tubes by yourself on your back. How yeah. am I not? Is there even a break situation? I feel like I would injure myself on that. I feel like I'd be a little bit more insulated if we were on a four-man bobsled because I would could be a middle person. I wouldn't have to steer or brake. I could just go and like put my head down and lean like I'm supposed to. But the mm-hmm. skeleton, I would be a goner. Then I considered what about downhill skiing mm-hmm. or the slalom or ski jumping. <laughs> and I figured those you can just be really bad at. Like... Downhill skiing, which I've never been, I could just go really, really slow, so I wouldn't be good at it, but I could at least not injure myself. And the mm-hmm. same with the slalom. I could be like, ee, 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 and then like go around the things. Yeah. So I I thought I thought this through. Huh. Well, I forgot about the skeleton. Yeah, I tried That's it actually a really good one. That's that might be better than the one I Well, had. what do you have? I had long distance swimming oh shit that's so true <laughs> like because you know, i really i really respect your your dad who like he doesn't look like this he's not gonna listen to this so he <laughs> oh, he, he might <laughs> he actually does listen to this. he doesn't look like this athletic marvel no but he just okay but like you get that man in a pool like yeah. that dude can swim yes. like all day he could swim all and day yeah do he's, laps. he's really incredible so some people are just naturally gifted at swimming i just don't think i am yeah. You know, I'm not, if you throw me into a pool, like, I can make it to the other side, of course. You know, like, I know very, a lot of strokes because my parents sent me to, like, swimming lessons. Not way, at the beach, though. Not, <laughs> or a lake. Oh, my gosh. Ugh, disgusting. <laughs> but, like, but long distance swimming, you know, so, like, I, man, I, I, because the question was, what would you injure yourself 
which sport would you injure yeah. yourself most in? So the biggest injury you can have is death. <laughs> so I would drown in the middle of that pool. Right. And like, I, like, I, where are you, Michael Phelps? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, man, because I, I did, uh, I tried doing a triathlon once, which we won't go into that right now, but. The the five the three or five it felt like ten miles of swimming that I had to do on the front end of that thing, like I I was like this is what it feels like to be on the verge of drowning. <laughs> so so like I I'll, I've seen Olympic sized swimming pools, and those are long, and I it just wouldn't be pretty. So that's that's what I would say. But the skeleton is actually a really good. Thank you. Second place one. <laughs> That's anyway. awesome. Anyway, hey, do you want to do the next question? Yeah. All let's right. Do it. So, uh, so what do you think? The question what that somebody uh, sent in was, what do you think is the coolest, most interesting, or your favorite sport outside of the Big Five, which is Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, the MLS, which is soccer. It is. Or football, as <laughs> the Europeans say. All right. So, what would, what would you say? American Ninja Warrior. Oh. <laughs> you know, with I the love unpopular American Ninja Warrior so with, much. With the unpopular opinion game, that's what I could have said. I love American what do you Ninja love ab- Warrior. What do you What do you love about? I'm almost crying thinking about it. Are you serious? <laughs> well, I'm really tired. <laughs> um, so it's not the human interest Your eyes stories. Are kind of rolling I- up right now. <laughs> This is not. Wow. I love it so much. Wow, you're really tired. <laughs> and it's you really had to work mornings. this. You had to work. You work. You, you get up at five fifteen on Mondays and Tuesdays. We're really paying the price right now. Gosh, I am Okay, so I love American. So what is Ninja it about Warrior? American Ninja Warrior? Well, I don't need the human interest stories because I know, I know Daniel Gill is a Christian, and his wife and him have the same long curly brown hair. I know that Lance Picus's wife has multiple sclerosis and is struggling. I know that. I don't need the stories anymore. But when you see somebody achieve something that they've been working so hard for, and when they say, beat that wall, and they get up on the wall, I get all choked up like they're my friends. And the announcers are just like so (laughs) into it. And I get into it. I just love it so much. And if the coronavirus takes out American Ninja Warrior, I'm going to be so (laughs) dead. (laughs) <laughs> oh, between that and the Olympics being taken <laughs> out? Oh, gosh. I like American Ninja Warrior more than the Olympics. Whoa. I think we need to press pause here on the recording. You're serious? I'm serious. I love it so much. I've, I love American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> it is so good. I mean... I would get one of their shirts. <laughs> really? Like, you know how the different athletes... I mean, and speaking of, you have to be very athletic right. to be good at this. Yep. This isn't like, I'm accidentally good at it. Maybe yeah. the climbers, like if you're a climber, but you have to be a good athlete. Like how the different athletes have their shirts, I would buy one. Wait, what? Like, you know how Flip, my favorite ninja, Flip yeah. Saunders... Like, they'll have certain Flip Rodriguez. Flip Rodriguez. <laughs> Flip Saunders. Former, 
former rest in peace Flip Saunders, former coach of the Timberwolves. This is you are married to Aaron Morrow. That's I really am. Anyway, gosh. gosh, I have tears. <laughs> Anyways, my favorite ninja, and I can't even remember his name. Flip. I'm glad you remember my name. Flip Rodriguez. I mean, he has, like, his own program where he trains kids, and they're called the Tadpoles, which is so cute. Like, yeah. I mean, they'll have shirts that say that. Or maybe, like, Kevin Bull, who struggles with alopecia, with where he loses all of his hair. Yeah. You know, like, if he had a shirt or somebody had a shirt, mm-hmm. I, I would buy one. Maybe Daniel Gill, because he loves the Lord. And so I could... <laughs> Oh, I just get so invested. Gosh, you have such a more invested answer on this than mine. What about you? I literally couldn't think of anything. So the only thing I could think of, of was the 4th of July Nathan's hot dog eating contest. I love that. You're not teary-eyed. Apparently no, that's just me. No, I'm not. I'm really not. Um, no, but like, because I, I can't remember what year it was, but I think... I think it was this last year, they just really, really leaned, started really, really leaning into, this is completely ridiculous. Oh, so yeah. So we are just going to go overboard. It's so hyperbolic. Like, oh, my yeah. gosh. It's it's actually a, a really good use of one hour. It's yes. actually really fun. So fun. Um, I think it's disgusting a little bit, but I think the pageantry of it Oh, my goodness. The introductions. So yes. Yeah, so they have this, so this last, I don't know. Man, I can't remember if this is the first year they've done it, but so they had this guy um, in red pinstripes and a top yeah. and a hamburger hat. It's like Yankee Doodle. Yeah. yeah. So he was announcing the the hot dog eating contestants, and he was just saying the most funny, ridiculous yes. things. Yes. And on the and, eighth day, God made Joey Chestnut. Yeah. So when you Joey know. Chestnut came out, he was just like, "He has God's username and password." Yeah. <laughs> And does with it what he wishes. Like, it was, I was like, okay, this is really clever. It's so funny. (laughs) Okay, so Joey Chestnut, that makes me think of, what were you watching the other night where it was like two people from ESPN were doing a Zoom call and they were trying to get the most famous person on their Zoom call and Joey Chestnut was one of them? Yeah, so it was these five people on this ESPN show. I think it was Katie Nolan's show. So she was like, okay, well, just... Text whoever you can uh, in your contact list, and let's see who can get the most famous person just to come on the Zoom call. And they don't, and all you have to, all you can say is, "Hey, can you join me on the Zoom call?" Right, right. right. So they, so there were just all these random people. Like Dwayne Wade was showing up, and he's just like, "What are we doing here?" And (laughs) you know, and uh, so Joey Chestnut just shows up (laughs) on the Zoom call, (laughs) and. yeah, so That's Joey so Chestnut. Funny. So he exists outside of the 4th of July. Yeah. So he does. So but. excellent. I love, that is so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And then it's always followed up by like the cornhole slash beanbags champion. Oh, that's I was right. like, talk about a, a game you can play while you're drinking a beer. I was like, that is that athleticism or is that just good aim? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but we were playing, we were playing uh, bags. Yeah. In our driveway a few days ago, when it wasn't grappling, snow, when it wasn't grappling outside, mm-hmm. and Leah got four straight, whatever she got it in the hole four times. 
the girls call that flushing the toilet, which is like, I've, I'm like, can you, you can you know, come up with something else. I feel else. like if you're going to call it flushing the toilet, it's <laughs> when, like, there's a couple of beanbags on the edge, and then you throw one, and then it gets all the other ones in with it. Yeah. That was gross, though. So, anyway. But I was like, is that like a turkey, like, when you get three strikes in a row with bowling? Yeah, because, yeah. It was it was very surprising. Yeah. It was impressive. It was great. So, anyway. Anything else you want to add to, like, our riveting podcast here? I just love American Ninja <laughs> so much. Okay. So, be on the edge of your seats for more. Hot takes about American Ninja Warrior and Joey Chestnut. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway. All right. Thanks for joining us in the lobby. <laughs> Bye.